0: This is AutoLine Daily for August 16, and here is what's going on in the world of the automobile. Or though, I should say, a world full of automobiles. Wards reports that the global vehicle population has hit 1 billion units. You heard me right, that's a billion with a B. The number includes cars, light, medium, and heavy-duty trucks, and buses, but it does not include off-road or heavy-duty vehicles. Even though registrations in the U.S. only went up by 1% last year, It still has the largest vehicle population in the world, with just under 240 million units. Speaking of big numbers, Chevrolet is celebrating several significant milestones this year. First off, this is the 100th anniversary of the brand started by Louis Chevrolet in 1911. Next, Chevy is going to announce that sometime this year, it's going to build the 100 millionth small-block V8, which debuted in 1955. Even though that first generation was superseded by the Gen 2 and Gen 3 versions, production of the original small-block continues in Mexico for the aftermarket. I knew they'd sold a lot of them, but I had no idea they'd sold 100 million. And the numbers look bleak for Saab. Unless it pays two suppliers $620,000 today, Sweden's Debt Enforcement Agency will come banging on the door. And Autoblog.nl reports that the company will not attend this year's Frankfurt show. And speaking of car companies in trouble, Aptera may be next on the chopping block. It's taking them forever to get this electric car that looks like an airplane without wings onto the market. The TheDetroitBureau.com reports Aptera is in financial trouble something that the company denies. It's refunding some 2,200 deposits it received for the all-electric three-wheeler. A spokesman says the company's credit card system will not allow it to hold on to cash advances for longer than six to 12 months. He also blames the U.S. Department of Energy for dragging its feet on a loan that would help get production rolling. But BMW's not dragging its feet on electric cars. It's already officially revealed its i3 and i8 models, the first of its new i sub-brand. If you remember, the 3 is a pure electric, the 8 a plug-in hybrid. The i3 is scheduled to hit the market in 2013, but well ahead of its launch, one of them was caught on video in Chicago. According to Autoblog, it was apparently being shot for a commercial silently rolling down Wacker Drive. What is it about this car that sort of reminds me of the Chevy Volt? Is it that blacked-out window surround? I'm not sure. Coming up next, could you survive a whole year driving a classic car as your only transportation? One man is doing just that, and we'll have more on that right after this.
1: What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai.
0: Could you drive for an entire year without an automatic transmission? What about air conditioning, power windows, or even headrests? Today's vehicles come standard with so many features, it's hard to remember how basic cars used to be. AutoLine Daily correspondent and Roundabout host, Craig Cole, recently interviewed one man who's ditching all these modern amenities for an entire year in a project that he's calling 365
2: Days of A. Check this out. I'm standing here with Jonathan Klinger of Haggerty Insurance and he's made it his mission to drive this 1930 Ford Model A for an entire year as his only transportation in a project he's calling 365 Days of A. Jonathan, thanks so much for coming down and talking to us today.
1: Absolutely, my pleasure. Yeah,
2: beautiful car you've got here. This is a two-door
1: sedan Model A, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah.
2: How, how did you decide on that body style? Because I know Ford offered a lot of different models back then.
1: Yes, they did. um Yeah, there was about half a dozen different mod- body styles for that year Model A, and and I wanted a two-door sedan for two reasons. One, I've always liked the looks of it. And two, for driving a vehicle every day for a year in northern Michigan, obviously, you want something that's a closed car instead of like a roadster. um, But if I had to go back and and pick a car over again, I would actually pick a four-door sedan because, you know, when you're dealing with groceries or luggage or whatever, it'd be nice to have that rear set of doors. Definitely, definitely.
2: Now, how did you decide on a Ford Model A over another car of the era? What made you pick this
1: one? Well, the the beauty of a Model A, if you've never owned an old car, they're simple, Mm -hmm. they're affordable, and there's a lot of parts available. They made just over five million of them, you know, when they were new. And so there's a lot of them still around, and consequently, there's a lot of companies that that manufacture replacement parts just for Mm -hmm. Model A's. That's gotta be good when you're out on the road. Exactly. (laughs) Know that
2: there's a replacement part available if you lose a water pump or something.
1: Yep, it's only an overnight shipping charge away. Yeah,
2: definitely. So what have you done to the car? I mean, it looks pretty stock sitting
1: here right now. Yeah, um, I purchased this car specifically for this project. I found it in Craigslist and uh, as you see it, it's largely how it would have rolled off the factory floor. There are a, a few modifications mm-hmm. that uh, we did to it early on. Um, it has, when I purchased it, it had plate glass all the way around. So oh, for yeah. obvious reasons, I oh, wanted to God. have safety glass, yeah. installed seat belts. Um, believe it or not, those are radial tires. Uh, Coker Tire just came out with a line of radials in that size. and. Uh, An electric wiper motor.
0: To find out what else Jonathan did to get his Model A road ready and to learn more about his year-long journey, hit the link in today's show notes at autolinedetroit.tv to watch the rest of this fascinating interview. And then don't forget to join us Thursday night for an unforgettable Autoline After Hours live from the Woodward Dream Cruise, the biggest car show in the world. We'll be at the gigantic Mopar display, who will be our signature sponsor for the evening. And we'll be using the amazing live U technology to bring you all the action from the stage to the street. That's this Thursday on AutoLine After Hours. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.